Good morning, everyone. Thank you so much for joining me for another podcast. As you all know, my name is Patty. The shop is Herbs to Your Health. Please come and visit us at 106 South Pennsylvania Avenue in Greensburg. Our phone number is 724-836-7440 and our website is www.herbstoyourhealth.net. I do uh, read some news, it's kind of offbeat news, and I saw headlines that read, Arkansas researchers find potential cause of long haul symptoms. Sounds interesting, doesn't it? At the heart of the team's findings is an antibody that shows up weeks after an initial infection and attacks and disrupts a key regulator of the immune system, said lead researcher John Arthur, MD, PhD, lot of letters after his name, professor in chief of the College of Medicine, Department of Internal Medicine, Um, He goes on to say as many as 30% of COVID-19 patients experience lingering fatigue, brain fog, and shortness of breath. The cause of long COVID-19, they have a new name for it, I guess, has eluded scientists, but, but this team's discovery sheds important new light on the molecular level mechanisms behind it. Quote, everything we found is consistent with this antibody as the instigator of long COVID-19. So it's an exciting development. The, um, they, they found how it kind of, uh, you know, attacks, interferes. It's an antibody. And then they say, if we show that the whole hypothesis is right, that this interference really does cause long COVID, then it opens up many potential treatments. There are medications that should work to treat them. The next step would be to test the drugs that might relieve the symptoms people are having. Or you can take a supplement program. Our long haulers got relief with increasing vitamin C, increasing zinc, Just a woman yesterday said, I still haven't gotten my sense of taste or smell back. And I said, well, do you take zinc? No, I don't. Well, if you don't have a sense of taste or smell, uh, that's a, a hint and a half that you need to take zinc. Immune stimulator. Another person got over her long haul symptoms by just increasing her uh, immune stimulator. Probiotic 11, take more. Silver, take more. Um, Elderberry D3 fence, VSC. Most people think 500 milligrams of vitamin C is enough because that's what the bottle says to take. Well, it's just do a little bit more research and you'll find that 500 milligrams is woefully low, paltry even. Immune stimulator is, um, it, it actually modulates the immune system. So I would rather call it uh, nature's immune modulator. 
it so it helps the immune system it provides specific antibacterial antiviral antioxidant and anti-tumor activity the first ingredient is arabinogalactan say that three times real fast it's a polysaccharide found in echinacea and concentrated amounts in the western larch tree um, it uh, activates macrophages to cytotoxicity meaning toxicity to specific cells against tumor cells and microorganisms as well as stimulated macrophages um, <clears throat> it has been shown to increase the uh, presence of lactobacillus in the gastrointestinal tract and then beta-glucan has been recognized by researchers since the 1940s for providing immune benefits. It um, helps the immune system, protects the body against infection. It's found, it's a polysaccharide compound. It's a complex carbohydrate found in algae, barley, mushrooms, and oats. It activates macrophages to fight bacteria, viruses, and other pathogens. It also facilitates the transmission of cellular information among the macrophages, T cells, B cells, um, antibodies, interferons, and interleukins. And if you have had your tonsils removed, you need some interleukin in your body. So I say take immune stimulator. There's colostrum in there, the list goes on. Uh, maitake and reishi mushrooms, they've been used for thousands of years. And these mushrooms contain numerous phytochemicals. They slow, reverse, or even prevent the growth of tumors. They activate the T cells, the natural killer cells, the macrophages. Um, reishi mushroom, in particular, has been used to treat arthritis, high blood pressure, liver problems. It's anti-allergic, anti-inflammatory, antibacterial, antioxidant, anti-tumor, antiviral, immune enhancing, it just really helps. And it says right on the bottle, in times of immune system stress, take six to 10. Um, <clears throat> the, did you hear about the, you really have to do some research to find out what really happened. Like no research in this country I got information from the BBC. Uh, <clears throat> they called it the fiasco of the 1976 swine flu affair. And I'll get to that in a minute. Um, <clears throat> I jumped ahead of myself. Um, anyway, back to the immune system. It's been stress tested for millions of years. Um, you know, the current one-size-fits-all solution to a rarely lethal pandemic is to insist that everyone should ex accept an experimental mix into their bodies in the form of one or more injections. 
um, you have to ask, you know, how, how is its safety track record so far? Um, <clears throat> if, if they would have followed that uh, fiasco of the 1976 swine flu affair, they would have um, canceled all injections in January 2021 as soon as the adverse reactions hit a death count of 25. That was the damage cutoff that was triggered, that triggered the cancellation. That was uh, Gerald Ford. When 25 people died, he cut it off. So why are medical officials still promoting injections that have gone on to kill more than 15,000 and uh, injured 700,000. Obviously, the jab is more deadly than the flu bug from which it was supposed to protect us. Uh, <clears throat> I, I mean, I would ask some questions. I talked to a woman a couple of weeks ago or maybe last week who said, um, I asked for the insert before I got my, flu, my um, COVID shot but she gets the flu shots, she gets uh, pneumonia shots, you name it. She said, I asked for the insert. She said, you know, it, it was all folded up and on very thin paper, and when she unfolded it, it was as tall as she was. But she went on to read the whole thing. And I said, oh, that would have um, probably persuaded me not to get it. And she said, I got it anyway but she just wanted to know how terrible it was. I, I don't understand that. But insisting on freedom of choice, as I have said, my body, my choice, your body, your choice. But you must be have informed consent. So in the case of the woman who read all of the contraindications and terrible things that could possibly go wrong, um, that is supposed to make you think, well, maybe I don't need this. Anyway, insisting on freedom of choice is an affirmation of our God-given free will and also that, you know, we are intended to be unique individuals. We have infinite variety, not forcefully dulled sameness. At Herbs to Your Health, we choose to respect individual rights and do what we can to help others move toward tolerance and away from any type of intolerance. And you know, there are whole bunches of them. Herbs and supplements heal without medication or invasive surgeries. Very gentle. It's what the body likes. It's uh, chemicals, you know, we are, we live in a chemical soup. So our bodies don't like uh, chemicals. When I read about um, babies that, that are born with a lot of chemicals in their bodies, I don't know how they test that, but somehow they do. It's heartbreaking, isn't it? So let's not add to that. Uh, put in the good stuff, take out the bad stuff. Bad stuff is chemicals. <clears throat> Recently, a couple in their 60s started Nature's Harvest green smoothies for breakfast with vitamin C, ashwagandha, mega-cal, and ionic minerals. Small program. They both said we'll take the same thing. 
in one month neither had depression or aches or pains. <clears throat> so our mothers were right when they told us to eat our spinach. Going green by consuming more leafy greens is incredibly good for you and most people aren't eating any on a given day. So when you start drinking your greens, magical things happen. Maybe you wanna detoxify from the crazy amount of chemicals our bodies encounter daily. Or maybe you have a disease label stuck on you. Leafy greens like kale and spinach and arugula and Swiss chard are an absolute nutrient gold mine. Um, they can superpower your body by giving you more energy, reducing inflammation in your body. I'm going to digress a moment and tell you the story of the person, really good supplement taker. Um, you know, I have uh, absolutely no criticisms of uh, how many supplements this person takes. Came in to get on the compass. One product. Um, I forget how many biomarkers were out of range, but it, that doesn't matter anyway, because the one product was IF Relief. This person uh, reported that every um, pain, ache or pain, that this person had gotten used to went away in two days. So, um, you know, if you haven't taken IF Relief for a while, maybe let's reacquaint ourselves with it. It has uh, Andrographis, this is from memory, and uh, Mangosteen, like in Tygo, and um, Boswellia, I think, and um, White Willow Bark. Really a good formula. Okay, so. Green, leafy greens and green smoothies reduce inflammation as well, support your immune system. They have antiviral and antibacterial properties. Gently detoxify your body, remove heavy metals, support healthy digestion, balance pH so you're more alkaline and less, less acidic and less susceptible to illness and disease enhance your memory and slow age-related decline, protect your cells from free radical damage, renew and repair your skin, help you enjoy good sleep, protect against adrenal fatigue. I could go on, there's so, so many ways. Nature's Harvest um, has 55 Whole foods, green foods, superfoods, antioxidants, enzymes, essential fatty acids, fiber. Um, it's like you chopped up a whole bunch of stuff and maybe even threw in some uh, garbanzo beans and black beans. Uh, the protein, 13 grams of um, split yellow pea protein. It's a highly digestible source of vegetable protein, good source of dietary fiber, folate, iron, magnesium, and zinc. Honestly, this is such a good formula. And you can doctor it up. Um, the woman 
I remember who told me she put lime yogurt in hers. That just sounds not appetizing to me, but hey, <clears throat> whatever way you want to make it, that's how you make it. It has quinoa and spirulina and flaxseed and chia and chlorella, alfalfa, carrots, broccoli, uh, artichoke, spinach, asparagus, kale, beets, parsley, chlorophyll, borage oil, mangosteen, goji, watermelon. So it has fruits in it too. Blueberries, cranberries, uh, pomegranates, matcha. Matcha is a special form of green tea used in Japanese tea ceremonies. It um, lowers glucose, triglycerides, protect, protects against liver and kidney damage. It contains much higher amounts of ESGCG than any other green tea. There's also horsetail, papaya, bromelain, oh, so many things. Um, so one of the other things that they are taking is ashwagandha. And, you know, sometimes people burst into tears, and I'm not even kidding, when they say, how long do I have to take this program for me to get the benefits of it? Um, three to six months. Now, you could experience good results before that. But let me just say to you, you're the age you are and you have been suffering for all these years and you finally want to do something about it and then you want it to work overnight or you know, within a week. Sometimes it does, but generally speaking, you gotta stick with it three to six months. And PS, if you stick with it three to six months, you may create a good habit of health. Um, <clears throat> ashwagandha um, has been found to improve sleep and fight stress according to um, healthcare providers and um, other, other studies, which I might remember. Ashwagandha is revered in Ayurveda as, as a royal herb that can boost the immune system, help the body adapt to stress, and add life to your years and years to your life. For centuries, ashwagandha has been suggested not only to treat infectious diseases, fevers, and inflammatory conditions, but to also to elevate mood uh, curb panic attacks, reduce anxiety and depression, and alleviate insomnia. In fact, a clue to this calming effect of ashwagandha can be found in the second part of its scientific name. The first part of it is withania, the second part is somnifera. The word arises from the Latin word somnus or sleep. Of course, Western medicine has been slow to acknowledge ashwagandha, or if at all, and many doctors are unaware of the, the herb's effects. Studies have demonstrated that ashwagandha has anti-inflammatory, antioxidant, 
adaptogenic, germ-fighting benefits, as well as anti-anxiety and mood-elevating capabilities. According to researchers, ashwagandha owes its relaxant properties to a group of alkaloids called withanolides. Um, there are other assorted minerals that play a role in producing a state of relaxation. <clears throat> One study in 2009, um, people were given ashwagandha they had um, one of the groups was people who had been diagnosed with moderate to severe anxiety and then another group received standard psychotherapy aimed at reducing anxiety um, researchers found that the group treated with ashwagandha received a much greater clinical be benefit with anxiety reduction of up to 50 percent more than the group who had received psychotherapy. Honestly, I believe in psychotherapy. It just depends on who's giving it to you. Um, maybe try both, I don't know, but definitely ashwagandha has a calming effect. And there was another study in two, the year 2000 that um, the calming effect of ashwagandha was equal to or greater than the anti-anxiety medicine Ativan. So ashwagandha would be what I would uh, definitely choose. Okay, moving on. Um, two people, one 68 years old, one 69 years old, they are friends. They are both dealing with horrible things. Uh, one never had health problems before the younger one. Uh, now has congestive heart failure, blood clots, extreme fluid, fluid buildup, no relief from the medical profession other than um, as many heart medications as her mother takes. Her mother who's uh, you know in her 90s. The second one, severe depression, extreme weight loss, despite consuming copious quantities of food, um, five feet, seven inches tall, down to 113, eats a pint of ice cream a day, four meals, two snacks, and keeps on losing weight. Both have, um, you know, their schedule books are full of doctor's appointments, tests, procedures, uh, try this drug, etc., et to try to figure out what's wrong with them. I say we need a different approach. Um, both had the COVID vaccine and were perfectly healthy before it. I'm just reporting the facts. We have a great need now for health care, not disease management. Our quote-unquote healthcare system is, um, that's a nice term, isn't it? Nice healthcare, but really that's not what they do. They manage your diseases. If we go back like 20,000 years ago, um, people were doing well if they made it to 40, right? 
in the industrialized world, most people make it 280 plus years, but they don't necessarily do it in a healthy way. People are getting sick at younger ages, so it's not uncommon at all for people to spend the last third of their lives dependent on quote unquote healthcare, which really is the disease management system. What happened in Paleolithic times is people died from lack of food, the elements, predators, <clears throat> maybe disease, I, I don't know. But today we die largely of chronic degenerative diseases, the very thing that modern medicine has not been able to fix, at least to a large extent. But <clears throat> we must be all be kind of asleep at least the people who listen to the TV commercials and then go get the dr drugs. Or how about the people who participate in raising cancer, the cure for cancer? You think they're ever gonna find a cure for cancer? It makes too much money. I'm just saying. I don't know this for a fact. It just seems like it to me. Uh, you know, if you uh, took a logic class in college, perhaps, or you are a very logical person and you start connecting the dots, then you say, well, wait a minute, something is not uh, r right here. Chronic degenerative, degenerative diseases are responsible for most deaths, aren't they? If we look at the COVID crisis, for example, we might think of it as an infectious disease problem. But if we look at the people who die from it, they're people who have dysfunctions in their bodily systems creating comorbidities. Uh, they're people who have had less than ideal lifestyles and habits. No judgments, I'm just observing. So should we really call this an infectious disease or an opportune disease? What happened? Well, it's been pretty recent in the last 100 to 150 years, um, it, the industrial revolution happened. It's, you know, when we had improvements in sanitation and housing and education, think about the Roman Empire, they had, um, sewage flowing in the streets. You know, they had ditches where the sewage just flowed in the streets and they had lead in their pipes. So it's no wonder they all died. Um, and one might think, well, it was the invention of antibiotics, but those were, that. I'm talking even before that. Um, the entire healthcare system now is dependent on, an, on untested vaccines for salvation. Vaccines do not confer immunity. Our immune systems confer immunity. So I say they may, might be missing the point um, because it's the person's biological terrain. When it's out of balance, the disease can take hold. So we kind of need to rethink healthcare because we can't sustain the current system. Do you know people who haven't done anything about their health until they get a disease label, and then it's about drugs and surgery, but it's late in life, often after clinical decades of clinical manifestation of disease. Um, so when I say let's rethink healthcare, I'm talking about 
what we need to do at home. So if you can work with your behavior, uh, you have a much better shot of feeling great um, than a person who can't control their behavior or think they can't, because of course they can, or if, if they have to listen to the government, um, you know, you lose your free will. It doesn't make a lot of sense to do um, one thing, like I'm gonna get this vaccine and, and I'm gonna be okay, because that isn't true. We have to look at the terrain of the body and we've known this since I think was it 1790 um, when Louis Pasteur, you know, he invented the pasteurization process of milk to kill the bacteria. I'm guessing that's what it is. Um, on his deathbed, he said, it's not the germ, it's the terrain. So let's take his words. We have to improve our human body terrain, and that involves improving resilience, improving multi-system function. That's what healthcare is about, real healthcare anyway. And we're a long way from that. Well, some people are, but now is a great time for change. Habits of health every day, uh, our kitchens are our friends. That's where we go to take our supplements and make our good food and um, just be very super grateful that we can still do this. Um, it is an honor, it's a pleasure, it's just an absolute wonderful um, gift that we have been given to be able to take supplements. Let's all take a lot of supplements and let's buy them from Herbs to Your Health or from www.herbstoyourhealth.net. You know, you can go on the website and send an email if you have a question or anything. Thank you very much for listening. I appreciate the pleasure of talking to so many people and thank you for all the lovely comments. Bye.